Hello and welcome back everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Josiah, so glad to be with you guys. Um, appreciate all of you who are tuning in, making this a part of your uh, discipline of staying in God's Word, and you're hopefully hopefully finding it encouraging and building us up in our faith, because that's what the Bible will do for us. But we need help, don't we? I do. I listen to my own podcasts, not mine that I'm making, but other ones, you know, and then... Um, I love to read. I've got devotionals that I read. I've had study Bibles. Man, if we've got to have our tools. And nothing, you may be different than me, but nothing I've ever found just works for the rest of my life. So in other words, I've had to change um, here and there just to keep things fresh. But one way or another, I know for a fact I've got to stay plugged into the Scripture uh, daily. I've got to hear from God's Word every day. I hear from other words every day. You know, I hear from the world and my own messed up head and other things every day. So I need to hear from God's word every single day. So I hope that uh, Cross Point Church Scripture podcast is a part of that uh, for you because that's what we're intending to do. Uh, This podcast is mainly intended to come alongside your everyday Bible reader and encourage you and um, just show you some of the um, good rules, good hermeneutical rules of... uh, doing our best to get what the Bible is trying to say. It doesn't solve every problem for sure, but I think it will uh, shine a great light. So um, here we go. Our verse of the day today is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Reading from the ESV, it says, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. (laughs) Okay, and that's it. That's the whole verse. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Now, um, we talk a lot about context on here, and because we need to. Context, I would say, is top two rules for reading the Bible. In other words, if you mess up and don't look at something in its larger context, you're going to do more damage to the verse and misunderstand it worse than if you do almost anything else. The number one rule being, if you try to read the Bible but don't know God at all, you can get yourself into some trouble there, but So here with context, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. The first context we want to look into is just the structure of the verse itself. So it's a sentence, and here in our English translation, and it has one comma in it in the ESV, which is dividing it into two parts. And so we want to compare those two parts to each other and see what we come up with. So first of all, there's a command, therefore, Um, We want to remember the therefore. What's it there for? Because it's building on everything that you just read in chapter 4. So you want to keep that in mind. And we don't have time in our um, podcast to go back through all that, although I I might hit the last, the back end of 4 just to see. But uh, you want to keep in mind that the therefore should drive you back to chapter 4 and maybe even back further to go, okay, because of what? But anyway, therefore, be imitators of God. Now, this is a sentence you could read and have it just go over you because it's so, let's see, in the English translation, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight words long. And But what, what, what words, you know, what he gets done said in eight words? I don't know about you, but being an imitator of God, that's pretty incredible. I mean, like I said, I've Maybe some of you are like me. You've heard this a lot, or maybe you grew up in church, or you've been in the Bible a long time, and you're likely to hear a sentence like that and uh, not take in fully what it's saying. You know, imitate God. Holy cow, that's that's a large 
order. And also it could completely mystify some of us like, man, imitate God. How could I know what he's doing right now? What, you know, how would I know what he's doing? And so it's interesting because that leads us. It opens up a question. It's a huge picture. It's a big window that's been opened and it pushes us into the next part of the sentence, which is as beloved children. Okay, now I've been given a context for this. So both the good and the bad things that I grew up watching my parents do, I have found in my life that I have imitated those things. Does that make sense? It was what I was shown and I have imitated it when I reached situations that I was never had never been in before, but I had seen my parents go through. I imitated oftentimes unconsciously. I mean, I just did it. It was second nature because that's what I'd grown up watching. I just did what they would do. But that still leaves us, okay, I get it a little bit more now. Okay, God is my father. I can understand who he is and try to understand about his character and things as I read his word. So I'm starting to understand, like, imitate God as if he was a father that I really loved. Or even better, as Ephesians here puts it, as he, as if I was his child that he loved. So wouldn't I want to be like him? Does that make sense? Therefore, be imitators of God, his beloved children. So it's a wonderful sentence and, uh, you know, such profound advice for the Christian life. I mean, there's, you know, a billion books, as you guys know, out there, seemingly more coming out by the day, that try to tell us how we should be a Christian. And and so many of them, probably the majority of them, are helpful. So I'm not saying they're not good. But what I am saying is that uh, where we can get the real imitation for uh, life and godliness, we'll find in the scriptures, uh, most importantly, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us. All right, now let's go to verse two here because it's going to help us with our context and get a little bit more about how we can be imitators of God. It says, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So masterful writing here by Paul because Therefore, be imitators of God opens up that whole idea. Well, how am I going to do that? Well, as a beloved child, let's see. I think I know another beloved child of God the Father. I know him because he is Jesus. He was God's son. He was God incarnate in this earth. And while he walked this earth, especially in the Gospel of John, but other places, he said he was doing that. He was only doing what his father showed him to do. Jesus was imitating his father. And in that, what did he do? Verse 2 tells us, walk in love. Well, what does that look like? Well, it looks like as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And then Jesus helps us too, as he told his disciples, he said, you see that I have, uh, I am your master and your teacher, but I have washed your feet. You also ought to serve one another like this. And greater love has no man than this, than he would lay down his life for his friends, Jesus said. And and so on. And so we see the entire Christian pattern here in these first two verses. Uh, the entire Christian pattern of behavior, which is to be like God. And what is God like? God is the one who is greatest of all because he made himself a servant to his own people. Which, if it doesn't boggle your mind, you haven't thought about it in a long time. And as Philippians tells us, he made, us, he made himself a servant to us. Philippians chapter 2. Not only did he serve us, but he did it to the point of death even the death of the cross. And that's why he's been highly exalted and given the name which is above every name. And so we see there a powerful, you know, 
reminder of what it would be like to be an imitator of God. And what I'd love to point out just for our podcast is look at how much we can get from two verses of the Bible. I mean, sometimes I find myself, maybe you have two going, I just don't know. Sometimes I'm not sure what God would say. I wish I could hear a word from God, man. I don't know about you guys, but Ephesians chapter, uh, chapter five, verses one and two have already given me <laughs> enough to work on for today. All right. Just out of curiosity, I want to go back to yeah, let's see. Let's go back to verse 31 of chapter 4, because I'm just interested in that therefore that begins our chapter 5. So in verse 31, it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Do you see that? There we go. We're getting set up for chapter five. Uh, forgiving one another as God. Here, he, here he's lifted up as the example. As God in Christ. That's where we can see who God is most clearly. Forgave you. Going now to chapter five. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So, yeah, powerful stuff. What we have here is a, a pattern for Christian living, which is patterned after Jesus Christ and can only be accomplished uh, by the power of his Holy Spirit in our lives. That's how ultimately we can be imitators of God. Well, man, a lot of fun. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Such powerful verses. Can we see Jesus in these verses? Yeah, he's. I think we've covered that. I mean, he's directly, he's the heart of these verses, his pattern of life, his pattern of obedience to Christ, to God. Uh, in love towards us, love towards others, in obedience to God, as be, as a beloved child of God. I mean, you can, you cannot get better than that. I mean, that is the Christian life. That is the life that Jesus showed us. And so, um, yeah. And the original audience would have heard this in much the same way we would have. I mean, these are, have the advantage of being very straightforward, not a lot of cultural, you know, culturally bound material in here. So I think the Ephesian church hearing this would have um, understood in a much the same way we would have. They didn't want to lay down their lives for others any more than we do and so on, but would have been as grateful as we are for knowing that God had laid down his own life for us. So good stuff, man. I hope you guys have enjoyed. I have Ephesians chapter five, verse one. Uh, learning about context and other things. So we'll see you guys next time.